The platform also includes hundreds of integrated third-party apps. And it is built also to be extended, replaced by both developers and the merchants to further customize solution to really create tailored, unique uh, e-commerce experiences at scale. The true magic is going to happen when machine learning is going to actually integrate with generative AI, because then you won't need to be proactive all the time. It could do it for you in real time based on customer demand, based on optimizing whether you know, this product description converted or not, and constantly optimizing it, generating that feedback loop for that ge generative AI engine. Yeah, it takes sometimes I, th I think until you know a standard is being generated, but once it's generated, then various different parties can enjoy it, and then you enjoy network effects, and, th and then the magic happens. So on today's episode, you're going to learn how to leverage artificial intelligence to driving business growth. We speak about the two forms of artificial intelligence, generative AI and machine learning. And the ultimate goal is personalized experiences that drive customer lifetime value. It's a great episode you don't want to miss, so do stay tuned. This is the 2X e-commerce podcast hosted by Kunle Campbell. So welcome, welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast. I'm your host, Kunle Campbell. We tune in you know, every week to, to speak e-commerce, speak e-commerce growth, to speak e-commerce operations and, and the like. Been running this podcast for, for those who are listening to this for the first time since 2017, November 2017. And um, we're essentially now nine years old. We're, we're a top, like to say, podcast in the UK and um, we we just spread the word all around the world um, in, in e-commerce. So, so welcome, a warm welcome to, to new listeners. Today's episode is about artificial intelligence. I I got um I I, I spoke to 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 to, to Oren Indersky. He is from from Wix e-commerce. Uh, it's 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 the it's it's the um, you know commerce arm essentially of of, of Wix and and it's a, or it's an e-commerce web builder platform and here's the head of products on there and and we we spoke to the topic on on AI um, in, in e-commerce and what you, sh you should know we spoke about the two branches of AI generative AI on the one hand and machine learning AI on, on the other. And he, 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 we're, we're essentially deconstructing what you as an operator needs to know about leveraging both generative AI and machine learning AI towards growing in, in 2024. That was the, the ethos. That was his, his, his the, the whole core of, of this conversation. So if you are you know, a merchant, if, if you're into marketing, if you're into operations, if you're involved in e-commerce at all, in, in any, you know, way, shape or form, you should listen to this episode to just gain leverage on how AI can be used to boost your throughput, your productivity, as well as the, the ultimate growth in your organization. And, and I personally can attest to generative AI and even machine learning AI. I've been using the machine learning AI um, uh, module in Visual Web Optimizer 
that's VWO to improve conversion rates on on landing pages we're testing um, for, for 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 one or two of our brands. And from a generative AI standpoint, we've been able to accelerate the production of like product description pages, um, email flows, uh, social media posts um, at phenomenal speed, just off the back of creating systems. And, and I do think that systems is what will essentially distinguish how organizations benefit from the impact of artificial intelligence, of, of particularly generative AI. So the systems your organization has in place would enable it sort of scale or essentially pace up. The speed in which you utilize AI is dependent on your systems. We talk a bit about it in this conversation, but yeah, it's it's a great conversation, and and just listen in if you really want to to get that get into the know of how artificial intelligence should shape up your your next twelve months. Obviously, things are fast paced, and I will continue to speak about AI on a regular basis. I actually have another guest, which I'll be um, which 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 should be coming in either next episode or or two episodes from from now. So yeah, um, enjoy this episode and, um, wherever you are, if you listen to this episode, you know, if you listen to this podcast regularly, remember to, to give us a follow on, on Spotify, on, 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 on Apple podcast. Um, I don't think there's Google podcast anymore, but, but wherever you listen to this, just give us a follow on. If there's, there's any form of rating on the platform, you know, try and leave us a review, you know, also leave, leave us a review so we can keep on doing what, what we, we keep doing. I, I want to see this podcast beyond um, 10 years or <laughs> we're, we're one year to go. And, and um, we, we have big plans in, in 2024. So enjoy this episode a bit long winded um, in terms of what I've just said. I'm looking forward to, to winding up the rest of the year. Um, and we're looking forward to, to, to a strong 2024 ahead and yeah, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. And I shall catch you on the other side. Cheers guys. Hey, Oren, welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast. I actually realized I was shouting a little bit, so <laughs> let me taper that down a little bit, but, but Oren, um, you're the VP of online stores at Wix responsible for product management, engineering, UX, design, and operations, an accomplished business and product leader for mass market SaaS, e-commerce, and mobile apps, and a serial CAS awards winner four years in a row. Well, that's amazing. That's really, really amazing. Oren, it's it's a warm pleasure having you on, on the podcast. Thank you very much. It's great. It's great to be here, and thanks for having me. Very excited amazing. about it. Now, I before we jump into to, we're going to speak about AI and e-commerce. It's it's really hot right now. As people listen to this, Black Friday, Cyber Monday would have passed. You know, um, I think this is going to air at some point in December. I think the first or second Tuesday in December of 2023. I want to know more about you, Oren. Um, what? Uh, 
you're an award-winning, you know, software leader, essentially, your product leader. What's been your journey, essentially, till, till now at Wix? Great. So, so I've been in the tech space basically since 2009. Uh, first of all, in R&D and then moved into a product space after I've done my MBA at MIT, crossed the ocean from Israel to the United States. And basically, I remember falling in love with the space of mass market consumer product management, software and internet, uh, when I first became an intern at Amazon.com, being an intern uh, for the, the Kindle reading app for Android mm. and iOS. And I couldn't even believe that they actually pay people to do this job. And ever since then, it's been a huge passion of mine that luckily also became my career. And then moving forward, I also uh, did some time uh, at Dell, basically leading all the software products there for all of their devices. Spent some time at Expedia, uh, heading the product for one of their major brands. And that was basically the first time I interacted with e-commerce. And then it was basically a great segue for me to move back to my homeland, Israel, and, and basically lead the online store space here at Wix and impact so many people and provide them with the means and tools to generate uh, business and income for them, you know, and uh, basically for their families. Incredible, incredible, incredible. So Wix, as far as I, I remember from my SEO days, has always been viewed as a page builder. So um, when I think about what what WordPress, you know, a competitor, a top competitor in the space would be Wix. So what came about Wix e-commerce? Yeah, so, so as you all probably know, so Wix is a world-leading uh, website building platform. And Wix e-commerce provides merchants with professional tools to establish, manage, and grow their e-commerce businesses. In general, our platform provides merchants uh, with capabilities to sell the products across various channels, including their own branded online stores at Wix, their own native mobile app, physical point of sale, as well as native integration with basically any external e-commerce marketplace and social media platform that you can think about. In addition, uh, we also provide merchants with the ability to manage uh, basically the, the back office of their e-commerce operations from end-to-end, -end, covering activities such as sourcing products, uh, managing inventory, accepting payments, fulfilling and shipping orders, uh, obtaining analytics, and so on. And additionally, merchants can also leverage a very wide spectrum of marketing and e-commerce tools to increase traffic, enhance customer engagement, boost sales, and, and grow their business. <clears throat> also, uh, something that it's important to mention that the platform also includes hundreds of integrated third-party apps. And it is built also to be extended, replaced by both developers and the merchants to further customize solutions to really create tailored, unique uh, e-commerce experiences at scale. Okay, so so I get it. You're you're fully vested into e-commerce. Is is this um, the the focus of Wix now, or um, is it a bit of page builder and, and e-commerce? What 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 size is is e-commerce versus um, the the rest of of Wix at this point in uh, time? That's a great question. So Wix was established basically as a website creation, but very quickly we were able to understand that this is your place not to only generate your online presence, but also your online business. And pretty quickly, we grew up various verticals. Okay, so we have Wix restaurants, we have Wix bookings for scheduled um, mm. uh, for scheduled services. We have Wix events, and we have also Wix online stores. 
uh, specifically were in charge for the vast majority of, uh, of the income uh, for Wix. Here at Wix e-commerce, we mean business. We have over 700,000 stores uh, that are selling products right now. So we're pretty big in this space. Um, yeah, and, and, it, and it's a pretty big thing of what Wix is doing these days. And I, I, I really like that idea of, um, you know, just verticalizing, you know, with, with, with like a, a, a built-in solution, a one-off solution for restaurants, for instance, and then sort of diversifying into commerce and other, you know, other places that I didn't know that. So, so that's very, very interesting. All right, let's jump into the crux of, of the matter. Um, when the opportunity to speak to you, you know, around my desk, um, what, what really caught my attention was artificial intelligence and, and e-commerce. And I personally, in, in our businesses, we use AI. In fact, we empower every single unit to use AI to its full, fullest potential, whether it's customer service, just trying to improve their, <clears throat> just being, um, the, the, the helpfulness to, 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 to customers, or, 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 or whether it's our back-end team just ensuring that their email etiquette is, is good or just running calculations through, we're using it, we're using it. Uh, so I just want you to give us a, a broad overview of, of how AI is making an impact right now in, in e-commerce and what operators listening to this podcast should be aware of from a very principled, first principles perspective, from, from your opinion. Great, yeah. So, so you know, AI... Uh, basically, artificial intelligence was always a very big word that sounded very complex, that you need to be very advanced uh, developer to deal with, right? Or maybe an enterprise to even enjoy those capabilities. I think what we're seeing this year is basically how it's all been very accessible, practical, easy, and almost fun, I think, to use. And I think it's very important that merchants today would understand how easy, accessible, and practical those tools are. And what I want to basically focus on is what merchants can do tomorrow, any merchant can do tomorrow to leverage AI to help their business grow. Um, so basically already today, as I mentioned, AI offers tremendous advantages for online merchants. And I want to talk mainly <clears throat> about two types of AI that can benefit online merchants. The first one is the one that's really making a lot of headlines recently is generative AI. And the second one that sounds more frightening, I would say, but it shouldn't be, is machine learning. So generative AI basically enables online merchants to effortlessly create online, uh, original e-commerce related content. And machine learning basically uses a data loop process of capturing data, analyzing it, translating insights into adjustments in the store, and then continuously making adaptations to further optimize. So in other words, it basically takes input from customer interactions to improve the experience for the subsequent customers. Now let's focus first on generative AI. That's what's making a lot of headlines. And then we talk about also about machine learning. So in terms okay. of generative AI tools that could be used today, I'll focus about uh, on a few built-in uh, generative AI that we have natively within the Wix e-commerce platform. So first of all, if you're just listening to us and you're just thinking about you, starting your... Also, just bear, bearing in mind that outside of Wix, there the are other platforms, so we, we should broaden it a, a little bit. Definitely, for sure. Okay. So I think that first of all, if you're just listening to this and you're, you're starting to think about maybe getting to the e-commerce space, AI can even just help you just start this journey. It can help you choose your right business name, locate mm -hmm. the perfect domain 
address for you and also design for you a professional logo. So all those things that usually take business people a lot of time uh, and effort to start, this is from the get-go AI can just you know remove the friction for you. Now, once you're in this business or you've been already in this business for many years, AI can do a lot of great things for you. First of all, you know, in terms of customer acquisition, uh, and it's very important today as customer acquisition costs are really skyrocketing, AI can really help you brush up your SEO. It can create optimized suggestions for your title tags and meta descriptions based on existing page content. It also allows you to change the tone of voice to match your brand. And we've seen how the SEO improves and how you can really benefit from uh, basically acquiring more customers more easily and, and being it all more cost-effective. In addition, uh, online merchants can also use AI to quickly and effortlessly generate professional product descriptions that do several things. Uh, you know, good product descriptions are making products more self-explanatory. They're bringing more trust and they basically help customers made, make more informed product decisions. And ultimately, it improves the customer uh, experience and boosts conversion and trust. So product description is a great way to use it. Also, uh, something that we have in our editor, but you can see it a lot, is the ability to use AI text generator for any type of website content, not, not just for the product description. It can produce all the titles, paragraphs, tagline for your, that your site requires, basically by answering a, a few simple questions that are engineered to generate the best results specific for the website content that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. uh, other things that I wanna talk about that also relates to content is uh, uh, anything that relates to uh, image creation. So visually compelling content can really lead to increase in customer engagement and as a result, <clears throat> boost conversion and sales. And today you have AI image creation tools that can really allow you to describe the image that you're looking for and generate unique image for you, for your homepage, for your category page, whatever you need, right? <clears throat> Beyond mm -hmm. that, if you think how much friction, investment and time you needed in the past to start an online business. So you finally have a product and then you need to schedule a shooting day and pay a professional photographer and find the right area and sometimes even fly over to a different country. Today, you can potentially take a photo of your product with your phone and with, your, with a few uh, very simple uh, auto background removal and background changing and image enhancement tool. You can really generate perfect enterprise-like um, uh, images for your product that really generate stress and show you in a more professional manner. So these are all things that you can do just with a few clicks. Now, I think beyond uh, the, the AI features that I native, uh, some of them are you know, natively integrated into Wix. There are so many different third-party apps that we see in our app market, but basically uh, in many other places as well, you can generate eye-catching graphics. You can enable AI-powered chatbots to improve customer service. Uh, and make uh, customers basically more informed 24/7. So you improve, I think, the uh, you know the, the turnaround time as well as the quality of your answers. These are no longer the one question, uh, simple answer, but more a conversational type of chatbot that can really understand the intent of the customer mm -hmm. and provide them with the answer that they're actually looking for. Mm -hmm. And I think beyond the very specific e-commerce tools that I talked about that we have natively at Wix or uh, third-party applications, 
even if you look outside for more general external generative AI tools, those can really help you generate a lot of different things that are very important for your business. So first of all, we're talking about customers' FAQs. Those are super important in order to provide better customer service, allow customers to make more informed decisions. Uh, regarding acquiring more customers, there are tools out there that can allow you generate social media posts to promote products and now sales and engage with followers. There are tools out there that can allow you create your email marketing campaigns, both the content um, as well as the title and, and the right strategies. Blog posts that both help you with SEO as well as the ability to attract customers to your website, not only to transact, but also to gain the right knowledge that they need in that space and then to keep mm -hmm. them coming back for more. Uh, so these are everything that, you know, I think that, that is very practical, easy and accessible that people can do in terms of generative AI. But I mm -hmm. also want to talk about machine learning. This is not okay. making a lot of headlines yeah. uh, these days. It's not as okay. it sounds as simple. Yeah, please go ahead. Sorry. Orin, can, can, can I just interject you with, with, with generative course. AI? Thank you for, for the, for, 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 first of all, describing, for, for, for splitting out, for, for the definition of generative and then machine learning. Very, very, very clear. I get the machine learning learns from insights and continuously improves. So it's like a self-improvement sort of platform, which you're going to talk about next. But going back yep. to, to generative AI, what I picked up from what you said is speed to market. So things like name, logo, domain, all sorted. And the vast majority of every other thing after that is content content and chat box, you know, um, real-time content. It's really a machine that would speed up your your, your ability to, to churn out your, your SEO title, meta tags, description content, both from product from a product description standpoint to FAQs to blogs to social media to email, yeah. as well as then images. Um, one issue I've had is there've been services I've reached out, AI services, like AI agency services I've reached out to, to to help with product product images. And it is coming almost as expensive as using a you know, photographer. Yeah, but yeah. this is obviously anecdotal. In 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 all of that, um, do you have any recommendations on AI powered photo solutions that e-commerce listeners to this podcast, you know, should should be using at this point in time for for professional enterprise grade, um, you know, um, images as you you said, you know, product photography as you said. Yeah. So 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 we have. I would obviously recommend the one that we have natively within Wix that basically mm -hmm. allows you to take a photo, remove the background, change it, uh, and, and then choose the right theme for the background that you can use for your products. But I would mm -hmm. like to say something that every day, those solutions would become better and better. And I think uh, mm -hmm. you know prices would come down and the quality would come up. And I'm, I'm talking about in an exponential pace right now. I think that... We remember, you know, DAL-E coming with the ability, um, I, I think the free version, to describe something and get an image, uh, how it was just six months ago. And if you look today, there's so many different tools, right? Way more than, than we can count on, on our fingers from, from ideogram to all those things that are way better now. I think every day, that's the magic of how those tools basically are being optimized. Because the more people are using them, that feedback loop continuously improves them. 
and getting them better and better. And I'm not even talking about the computing power that is also uh, getting them better. And obviously the competition. More and more companies are jumping into this ocean. And I think what's right today is not going to be right in a month from now. And definitely not right in, in a year from now, if we're going to talk about it again. That's going to be so obvious that I'm sure that we're not going to even have this question anymore. And AI is going to be able to even tackle way more complex problems. For example, what about pricing? Think about pricing. Pricing today is a big dilemma that sellers face every day. We're starting to see some pretty good tools that allows you with some recommendation of how to price your products, but they're not there yet, right? Mm -hmm. That you can basically define for them which similar products to look at and to use competitive information to provide you with the right recommendation. But there are so many factors that should uh, be taken uh, into consideration when making the right pricing suggestions. I think in a year from now, this is going to be solved. What about mm -hmm. inventory management, right? We're just starting to see tools that are doing it well in a year from now. I think it's going to be a no-brainer. So I think right now what's really happening very well in that space, I think, is the content piece, as you mm -hmm. can see, as we can feel as consumers. But there are so many actions where you can hand over and delegate decision-making to machines to make it faster for you, to make it better for you. And we, we're going to see it improving, I think, uh, in a very fast pace. Do you, do you think pricing and 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 you mentioned like um, uh, what's it called, like um, inventory management, inventory management should be yeah. more more in machine in the in the domain of machine learning rather than you know generative AI? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, okay. yeah, for sure. It's okay. definitely in that space. Yeah, it's definitely okay. in that space, and we're going to talk more about machine learning that is already available today. Okay. I mean, Monday morning stuff that that merchants that are listening to us can do. But I, I definitely see how machine learning, which is already happening at the enterprise grade, they're really becoming more accessible uh, and more cost effective that could be used basically by any merchant by, uh, of any size. Let's take a short pause to hear from our sponsors and we'll be right back. Hey, 2Xers, I want to take a moment to talk about a service that has made a significant impact on product launches for our e-commerce brands. It's called Tread. Tread first hit the market in early 2020 and has since become the go-to financing option for over 500 brands, including big names like Rosum. In just one sentence, Tread can be described as the ultimate solution for purchasing inventory, allowing retailers to sell first and pay suppliers later. As an e-commerce brand owner myself, I can't emphasize enough how helpful Tread has been for our business. Their unsecured funding and credit model, which takes into account the current financial health of a business, has allowed us to access financing without worrying about collateral. We've improved our cash flow by avoiding upfront supplier payments and freeing up funds. This has enabled us to invest in larger orders, expand our product range, and even negotiate supplier discounts. And let me tell you, the flexibility is amazing. Tread offers a pay-as-you-go model with a flat and transparent fee, which means you only use it when you need to. No hidden cost or long-term commitments, just a simple and effective way to manage our inventory financing. The best part? Tread works independently of e-commerce platforms and requires minimal onboarding. It doesn't matter if you're a founder, CEO, CFO, or part of the finance team, Tread can be a game changer for your business. With taglines like sell first, pay suppliers later, and snooze your supplier invoices with Tread, it's clear 
that Tread is all about empowering businesses like ours to import the goods we need now while handling the invoice and allowing us to pay up to 120 days later. So if you're in the e-commerce space and looking for a smart, flexible financing solution, I highly recommend giving Tread a try. Visit their website on treyd.io. That's treyd.io to learn more and get started today. Now, let's get back to the show. Yeah, and, and I do see in the space of generative AI that shaping up to like all in one solutions or, you know, very specialist solutions. There, there's still no dominant player yet in, in e-commerce as yet. And it seems like you're 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 hugely handicapped if you're not tapping into AI now. Yeah, uh, to sure. to really streamline. I think that the, the challenge with with most businesses is how do we really streamline at scale these changes and also just fact check it, you know, from a human standpoint before going public. It's it's so wild, wild west right now. Agree. Um, what what kind of timelines do you think the generative AI of e-commerce will? will need to to shape up given the there's a glut of of tools out there right now so so what's the question like in in what time we're going to be at a, at a place where it's going to really provide you with scale meaning no fact check needed just kind of do it for you <sighs> where we like for instance you, you know when you want to when you're looking well when i'm using an seo tool I, 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 something like SEM rushes is kind of like the de facto in my head from like analyzing and, you know, just crunching data for generative AI at this point in time, obviously there's chat GPT, but chat, chat GPT seems to be like a, a baseline engine that yep. should sort of power certain standardized platforms. Um, but it just seems like there's a lot of decentralization now because everybody's trying to to win, you know, certain places. Yeah. I think that eventually, for like product descriptions, there will be there would be a tool out there eventually that would either be sat in your e-commerce platform um, or powering your e-commerce platform to help you just write smarter, you know, title tags, you know, um, <clears throat> um, you know, meta descriptions, content. In real time, you know, so if if there are any sort of macro trend changes, it picks picks that up and adjusts to it. So you're, yeah. you're not having to be reactive, you're proactive. But the thing is, like, those kind of powers, historically, the most powerful will be with organizations, right? Um, so ChatGPT is the $20 crude oil, in my, my opinion. Yeah. The, the refinery is popping up, but we need to know which refineries to tap into longer term. That's my thoughts anyway. Yeah, so I, I tell, I'll tell you what, what's happening today, basically. So take, for example, you know, ChatGPT. So ChatGPT is a general tool. I think where we or other e-commerce uh, platforms provide value is that our people, you know, are, are, are experts in, in our space and we know how to engineer the prompts in a way that by asking you very simple questions, we can generate the right product description for you. We can generate the right SEO meta tag for you. So basically what you see basically happening today 
is that we have the common engines of the GPTs of the world, and then uh, the experts on the various different fields adding their own layer to it. But for you as a customer, it comes very seamless. You're basically being asked three different questions. We generate it for you. You pick the right option, and it's already been optimized by us for e-commerce. It's already been optimized by other people in other fields. And I think the true magic is going to happen when um, machine learning is going to actually integrate with generative AI, because then you won't need to be proactive all the time. It could do it for you in real time based on customer demand, based on optimizing whether you know this product description converted or not and constantly optimizing it, generating that feedback loop for that ge generative AI engine. But I think we're so close to that because it's just a few different capabilities that needs to be connected together. It's all out there. <clears throat> it just needed to be connected and being handed over uh, to the end user. I think we're, we're very close to that time. I don't, I don't even talk, think that we're talking about years, actually. So, so in that scenario, how, how do do e-commerce brands and, and businesses really truly differentiate you know, themselves if, if all that great. power that's a, that's is available to everybody? Yeah. I'll tell you, because AI currently <clears throat> is that engine that activates the tools, okay? So uh, hmm. if you have basically uh, design capabilities or you have vertical capabilities for scheduling, or you have um, uh, other different capabilities to manage data. You really have all those capabilities in place and AI making the decisions for them and providing them with the right input. Okay, think mm -hmm. about a car, okay? So AI can provide it with the right direction, whether to turn left or right or choose this route versus the other route. You still need a good engine, pretty good tires, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and overall, the right chassis. So I think mm -hmm. the, 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 the way AI platforms or any other platform out there is the quality of its tools and its capabilities, and then AI would be the one directing it, making the decisions for it, providing it the input, making it constantly improve. But you got to have you know, the engines, the chassis, the, the wheels and the tires out there to generate high quality uh, results eventually. So, so how would you define the, 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 the engine, the chassis and, and the high quality tools in e-commerce? Well, how, how, how does that? So, so let's, I, I would say the, the, let's break it down basically to three, okay? So I think you have all the storefront capabilities. So you have to have the right capabilities in place um, to generate uh, freedom of design and quality of design for your storefronts, okay? You got to have those capabilities. You got to have those editors that can make those changes, okay? And have those capabilities uh, to provide you with that stunning look. And then you need to have AI to, to give it directions. Okay? The other thing that you need to have is all those backend services, whether you need a, you know, backend stock service and automatic mm. discounts engine and abandoned card capabilities. Those are things that AI still cannot code for you, but you got to have mm. them in place that AI can activate it for you. AI can you yeah. know, generate the right tactic and strategies for abandoned cards. So like, what are the intervals in which you're sending the emails, for example, what those emails contain, but you got to have the engine that does it for you and so on for other tools that basically does the marketing for you. Uh, you know, integration, for example, with uh, other marketplaces such as Amazon and Etsy, 
and wish. You, you got to have that in place. AI would not be able to generate, you know, those APIs, not yet, at least, right? Um, yeah. As well as being able to generate, um, you know, email marketing and so on. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and a very simple one is like, yeah, AI can generate content, but to, to what canvas or templates has it been well crafted? But AI can also generate content, but have you devised a tone of voice? Have you given it a, a soul essentially to feed AI, which also could be copied? But then, you know, that is what really lights up the, the throughput of, of your AI, your ads and, and all of that stuff. Yeah. Okay. I, I think we, we have a, a, a very thorough understanding of generative AI. Is there any other thing in generative AI that e-commerce operators should be aware of that you think we haven't touched upon? No, not much. I think I think we pretty much touch upon the the major things. But you know, we can meet in a month from now, and there are going to be a few other <laughs> things that are going to be thrown out there. Uh, the pace in which you know we look at just at the, you know beyond the the capabilities that we develop natively, I just look at at our app market. Every day, I got like a new app coming, and now everyone is about AI. I just saw one today that was added. So I think the fact that this power is giving to developers. You know they, that they can just use their imagination to create these tools. Uh, you know, in a matter of month, you know, those this conversation that we just talked about could have a, you know a volume two with a few other yeah. additional very yeah. practical tools. I, I often say I like speaking with like SaaS providers on this podcast for the very reason that you know they they are privy to like merchant data at a quantitative level. So they're able to sort of share trends that they see. But now I'm speaking to someone from an e-commerce platform that actually runs the app. So you're you're one level above the SaaS in the sense that you're <laughs> you see a lot of SaaS, SaaS activity, which brings me to, to a question where where in the SaaS ecosystem in, in Wix um, you know, um, app ecosystem. Are you seeing the most activity? What's what's happening there? Where, where are developers paying more attention to? What solutions are they paying more attention to? Uh, you know, it, it's kind of funny to say because it continues the same conversation that we had. But I think right now AI is the hottest topic. I think we see more and more uh, apps that are leveraging those accessible engines, such as GPT, to generate, I think, applications. Uh, another thing that is happening today, and it's already out there, we're using uh, AI to basically guide new users uh, to make the right decision and choose the right services for them. For example, if you think about so far, funnels were pretty um, defined. You come into Wix and you say, okay, I want to be an online store. I'm a restaurant. I want to showcase my portfolio. Oh, I also want to use an ability to schedule events. And uh, these are my products and you need to start adding product today. All this funnel is basically basically a conversational AI funnel. You're almost talking to an advisor or almost like an, a, a website designing agency. And it's happening today at Wix. It talks to you, understands your needs, offering you different things. And it, it's just so amazing. I actually feel like I'm talking to a human. And on the side, you see what's actually being installed for you. Uh, and then you're basically getting a template that is very much almost ready for business. It's optimized for you with the right images, the right product descriptions, the right categories, the right uh, you know secondary apps and services you need. And then the distance from this to actually have 
a ready to use, ready for business online store is very, very short. So it also made things much easier for us as SaaS providers and for our SaaS users in the journey um, of actually becoming a merchant or becoming a business online. Mm-hmm. Okay, makes sense. So within e-commerce and within AI, are you seeing more activity in, in, in marketing solutions and in inventory management solutions? Where, where, where is the, this AI really content. taking merchants to content? It's content. Yeah, I think definitely right now, because I think the biggest hmm. boost and news that we've seen in that space was generative AI and, that, and, and content. So we see various different things that allow you to create great content, whether it's images, whether it's marketing content, product descriptions, things like this. I think the next thing would be taking machine learning and making it more, more accessible. Because right now, we can talk about several machine learning uh, services that we have, but all of those were still being either homemade with our own data science teams and machine learning engineering teams or by various external, external parties. What mm-hmm. I think I want to see happening next is those machine learning capabilities being handed over in a very accessible way to consumers and developers so we can see the same pace that we see today with generative AI generating content using machine learning to generate those uh, you know, pricing solutions that I talked yeah. about that I think the industry needs. I think the challenge is, is just standardization of, of how you're going to present that, 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 that feed to that, you know, the, the data, the API, or what have you, whatever terminology you're going to use in AI to, to a way that's scalable, you know, to, 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 to SaaS, to SaaS solution providers. Yeah, among to, different to players. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. It takes some time, but, I, th- I think, until, you know, a standard is being generated. But once it's generated, then various different parties be, can enjoy yeah. it. And then you enjoy network effects and, th- and then the magic happens. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Makes sense. Let, let's jump into, we've, we've, we've given a lot of time to generative AI because it's, it is, it's, it's what everybody's Making talking about. Headlines. But, but, yeah, yeah. but, but you, they often say that um, the bigger things lay, lay underneath. And I think where the real magic is happening, where businesses are going to differentiate themselves is in this machine learning piece. Yep. So do you want to break down what e-commerce operators should know about in, in machine learning today? Because I, I remember that the, there was um, there was a we, we, six years ago, I attended a, a conference. I did a live interview podcast with with with. I'm not going to mention the the the, the SaaS provider's name, but but they were providing more AI generated merchandising solutions at the time. Um, but when you really look at it, it's still quite siloed in in a way. It was quite siloed then. How's that changing now? Merchandising is very important. Context is, is super important, as well as many other things. What, what does machine learning really look like now in, in e-commerce? I really love to, yeah. to hear your thoughts. Great. So I, I would say it's definitely not where generative AI is, and, and I hope that that's probably going to be the next wave. But we already see a growing number of tools that basically democratize machine learning by bringing what used to be advanced enterprise-level capabilities to any online merchants. And I, I want to talk about several capabilities. You know, prior to Wix, I, I worked at Expedia and we have huge teams that were responsible for, for doing things like this. And today I see those capabilities being handed over to my merchants on Wix. So a few highly effective yet super practical tools that you know merchants can use today 
include the ability to offer the right products in the right order for the right users. So basically, the way products are ordered in your shop pages means a lot. You know, everyone that has been in e-commerce for a while know that the first product, you know, gets, you know, the, the more attention than, than all the others. And then the second one, and then there's a cliff. So if you're able to generate the right order, uh, you know, according to data for the right user at the right time, you can generate both great customer experience that involve way less friction as well as increased conversion. We have these tools today. Basically, you can apply it, download the app, apply it to your online store, and then different customers see different order of how uh, the products are being listed. And we see great numbers in terms of conversion boost. So that, that's one solution that could be used. And, and not too long ago, the, you had to have a, a, an entire team just doing it for you. Today, you can basically implement it to your online store at Wix within a few clicks. Mm. Uh, the other thing that I want to talk about uh, are smart recommendations. Okay, so these are really must-have capabilities for any online store uh, to maximize sales potential, basically by displaying similar or complementary products alongside the view products Merchants can entice customers to add more items to their cart and increase the overall order value. And at the same time, obviously, increase customer satisfaction. So these are two things that, you know, uh, are not only have been with us for a while at Wix, but I also see generating great results that, you know, any merchant can basically, uh, you know, use tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The the online merchants merchandising pieces is is so so important, really really important, particularly on category pages, um, and and it goes hand in hand. Even if the customers land on a product page, the smart recommendations from an upsell and cross sell super important. Amazon have been doing it from day not. One of the huge huge points here is search. You know, so search results. Search results are broken across. I, I was on a huge, uh, reputable merchant site um, of, over the weekend. They're, they're a top UK retailer, and the search the search results were were just not it. They were just not it. What are you seeing from from a machine learning standpoint? Because there's a lot of data. I remember when I used to go through like logs, search logs, and when I when I was running a Magento. This is, and you'd see so many variations, you know, of like misspellings, synonyms. How do you think machine learning can get into that space? And, and there, there, there are custom solutions out there that that that, that have it, that, that have these solutions. Yeah, I agree. So I think search is one of those areas that it's just not a very problem to tackle. Um, I think with the capabilities that we have with AI today and the computing power, you know, behind those engines, potentially we can bring way better results for for users and merchants. But this is not a very easy problem to tackle. Uh, but I think in, in you know in the next few years we're going to see it getting better and better. Um, uh, but it's going to take some time until you get the quality that you get on search engines such as, you know, the Googles and the Amazons of the world that really have huge teams behind it, perfecting their results for their specific needs. Uh, but I think pretty pretty soon we're going to see those capabilities being exported by other companies using engines that can provide you what you're looking for. It's already exists today, but I agree with you. It's still not at the level that we're used to get from, you know, the big giant enterprises out there. Hmm. 
Okay. You you spoke earlier about pricing, you know, like repricing software. Repri- dynamic repricing is I've I've, sp- I've spoken to, to about this in, you know, on, on a blog post I, I wrote a few years ago and I was really speaking to personalization. So the fact that we're on Black Friday week. I live in a certain postcode or I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm connecting from a certain postcode and the website might know certain things about me could reveal, you know, a, a certain price point, you know, to, to, to me. Let's say I want it like yesterday, then, you know, I'm willing to pay more. How is machine learning playing out with like pricing? I, I know you didn't speak to dynamic, you know, repricing, <clears throat> When you're mentioning pricing, you're, you're you're really speaking to how do you even price a product, you know, for the general market using, you know, machine learning and you know historic data and all of that stuff. Um, so, so, do you want to speak to, to other to, to 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 this point around pricing, please? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> so, I think you know we can get a little bit scientific here, but you know you can stop me whenever whenever it gets too detailed. <laughs> but I can basically tell you how those pricing engines work, and I'll try to very simplify that. And then how responsible you want to be and how much you want to, you know, generate different pricing per different user, it's really up to the merchant. But the way these things work is, you know, as someone who, who comes up and generate the pricing model, you first of all need to decide what you're optimizing for. Usually what those engines do is potentially price, uh, you know, optimizing for, uh, for profit or conversion, usually for profit, mm-hmm. right? And then what you do is basically you define different variables that are going to be inputs that you provide the machine in order to generate the right price. And those inputs could be very different and potentially not very intuitive. It could be the device you're using. These are obvious ones. It could be, I think, the, um, you know, the product you're looking at, the geography you're at, uh, the different of uh, uh, you know, changes in discounts uh, that this product faced in the past many different various, it could be the weather, okay? And then you take those variables and you have coefficients for each one. Then the machine, you know, spits out a price and then using machine learning, it sees whether it was able to convert well or not so well, and then constantly optimizing the coefficients for those Mm -hmm. variables to continuously optimize the right pricing to achieve whatever goal you had. So it's really up to the merchant to decide whether they're using you know, uh, the device you're using or the specific uh, geography or the time of the day, uh, you know, to generate the right price. Are we going to see like mass market or, you know, just accessible repricing solutions in, in, in the future? Because the last time I checked, it, it was it was more enterprise. Yeah, I, for sure. I think for sure, because... Um, I think I think the need for this is huge. You know, every merchant out there knows that pricing is a big deal. If you've been a merchant on Amazon, for example, you know that they provide pretty good tools within their platforms. Mm-hmm. But you need to understand that you're also competing outside their platform. Uh, so I think you know pretty soon, I think someone's going to pick up that glove and basically provide some more accessible and easy to use, but at the same time, advanced and high quality pricing tools because so far right now it's pretty simple and pretty i think basic it can look at various products and basically provide you with an input or recommendation based on the various product that you wanted to track as your competition mm-hmm. but i think there's so many other factors such as you know your inventory level 
potentially the, the the margins that you're looking for. And again, I think with what we're seeing with AI today, you know, a year or two, uh, you know, it's going to be pretty obvious. You're going to have tools out there that do it for you dynamically. Mm-hmm. Why isn't inventory management? Why hasn't the inventory management problem been solved with 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 AI yet? I'm I'm w- what I'm seeing is I'm I'm seeing like specialist inventory management solutions. So if like you're a fashion retailer, you want to go for specific inventory management systems that 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 understand you know your industry you know versus if you're selling food on, on a website which is obvious yeah. um why do you think ai hasn't really firmed up you know um, inventory management solutions it's just i think a tougher problem to tackle and it's also because it relates to that segment of AI, machine learning that we just talked about, it's going to take a little bit more time for this to become accessible for, for end users than generative AI just happened overnight. By the way, no one anticipated that. Generative AI just suddenly became something. A lot of companies out there had the capabilities, but you kind of needed open AI you know, to push the envelope and force everyone to, okay, finally introduce that to customers. We would potentially need something like this happening in the machine learning space from those companies that has those capabilities or from a disruptor that suddenly does it, almost like what Tesla has been doing to the electric vehicle yeah. space. You know, everyone had those capabilities, but no one pushed them uh, to provide them to customers. Uh, so it's a bigger problem to tackle. Uh, it requires some more expertise in specializing in the different industries. But just like what happened within generative AI, I think the next wave would be making and democratizing also machine learning. Amazing, amazing. Oren, I want to be really respectful of your time, but before I let you go, what are your your parting piece of advice for 2024 to merchants um, involving just just AI and, and e-commerce growth? So so I would say what, what we're seeing these days is that you know customer acquisition costs are are really skyrocketing. And you know, coming into the holiday season, I think what people really need to understand is that I would say coming into 2024, end of 2023, uh, I would advise everyone to look at the holiday season, not just as a one chance revenue boost opportunity, but rather look at it as a unique opportunity to generate long-term success. I think the holiday season is a very unique time for shopping because consumers are often stepping out of their usual habits and willing to visit new brands and new products, especially as they shop gifts for others. And this is a perfect time for you to take these new one-time customers and turn them into repeating loyal customers for sustainable and consistent, as well as more cost-effective growth. To kind of give you some numbers to make it more tangible, we know that existing customers are 50% more likely to buy from you again. They spend on average 30% more than new customers. And it basically costs six to seven times more to acquire a new customer rather than an existing one. And those co- costs are keep increasing. So there are several very uh, easy steps, I think, that businesses can take in order to ensure that those new customers that are coming in, willing to step out and try new products and coming into their store can potentially become their loyal uh, customers in the future. And I will just go through a list. If you want me to focus on a specific one, just let me know. But I think, you know, email marketing never gets old. You know, you can use welcome email. Someone just purchased from you and you tell them more about your store. We've seen 50 to 60% opening rates for those. 
cross-sell and upsell emails that basically recommends a complementary product. And basically, I'm a biggest fan of content mm. email. So if you provide the users with, with uh, you know, great knowledge about their space, maybe you're, you're, you're uh, uh, a, you know, a backpacking, uh, backpacking store and you tell them more information about trails or hacks about uh, uh, camping, they would potentially come to you more and more because you get more than the transaction. Yeah. Eventually, you can convert them to sell more. Social media, obviously, connect with your customers in the area where they're already in. Um, and then uh, I would say customer service. You know, sometimes it sounds counterintuitive in the space of online shopping, but this is really a place that people really can set themselves apart. We just talked about AI. Use chatbots. Use generative AI to generate FAQs. Be proactive. It really comes a long way and bring back a customer. Loyalty programs are a great way to keep customers coming back for more. And I think last but not least, people don't really think about it a lot. But, uh, you know, my favorite is, is, is the compulsion loop. Basically ensure that every time a customer comes back into your store, there's some variable changing surprise or reward that is waiting for them there. You know, think about Costco. Every time you go to Costco, on your way to that $5 chicken, you see a new product that you haven't seen there last yeah. week. And it's the thing that keeps you, bring yeah. you back for more and more. The gaming industry has been doing it great. If you can generate something like this within your store, it would entice customers to come back and basically saves you a lot uh, uh, with regards to uh, customer. Yeah, I, I think a lot of folk in, in e-commerce don't focus on the variable reward piece, which 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 essentially creates habits, right? Um, and, and, and I think the execution point, as you said, is email, new content, new products, new gifts, you know, just throwing that in and making the cadence there. So they, they, they just don't know what to expect and, and they, they look forward to, to the next, you know, um, drop essentially, or the next mention or what have you. Oren, it's, it's been, Definitely. it's been a pleasure. You, you just spoke some, some core wisdoms on, on e-commerce, which is, you know, maximize for customer lifetime value or CLV, CLTV. Super, super important. If you don't do that, all of what we said prior is would just fall fall apart eventually longer term. So for people who want to find out more about um, Wix Commerce, I'm on the Wix Commerce website. It's wix.com forward slash e-commerce forward slash website, or just go to Google and just type out Wix e-commerce. Um, Oren, are you active on any social media channels? You know, some people would listen to this and be like, well, I need to follow this guy. Um, what, what, if you are, um, what, 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 what platforms are you most active on? Yeah, yeah, sure. So Twitter, I'm on Twitter. Feel free to follow me or connect on LinkedIn. Would be happy to answer questions, connect, discuss e-commerce, products, tech, all okay. of that. We'll, we'll link on to, 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 to both your Twitter and your LinkedIn. I just sent you a LinkedIn you know, request. Just want to appreciate your time. Appreciate you know all of um, you know the, the the knowledge you brought on on AI. I, I know I'm actually smarter now at the end of this conversation. So appreciate it. Thank you so much. And yeah, cheers. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thanks a lot. 